Well, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on the podcast, you know, I'm, I, we, we back to, to get into this. I was a little under the weather or preventing myself from getting under the weather, but we got to go back to about three years ago. There was a interview that was done on MSNBC with uh, some potential black voters um, talking about, you know, the Biden Harris ticket back then. And these were black women. And, and and I'm actually quite shocked that they actually aired this on MSNBC because you know it's MSDNC. That's really what it is. And you know, let, let's listen to what these sisters had to say back then, and just see maybe today were they right, wrong, indifferent. So let's start that. I'd write your name in at this point. Does the presence of Kamala Harris on the Democratic ticket sway you at all? Not no. at all. I don't know who said she had our vote. She does not. We were supposed to grab onto Kamala with the black girl magic, but that didn't happen because she she didn't right her wrongs. Like I hold officials accountable. I don't care what color you are. And I think that too often we automatically think that because someone looks like you, that they're going to have your best interests at heart. And that's that's just not simply true. Tired of what they see as black women's votes being taken for granted by the Democratic Party. Take a listen. It's like a bad relationship. relationship. Yes. <laughs> when you keep telling your boyfriend, hey, you know, I, I like flowers on Fridays. And he said, I'll, I'll buy you flowers on Fridays. Yeah. No and every Friday, there's no flowers. What flowers do you need delivered to you at the debate? I don't want to hear if this or if that or after the election. You need to discuss the wealth gap. Well, you heard they mentioned Kamala Harris. And, you know, an interesting article came out about her as of recently, an insider uh, with the White House was talking about Kamala Harris and just how she's very um, uh, real, you know, bothered by criticism of her or what she does or what she don't do, which is a lot she don't do. But but the one thing that struck me about Kamala in the White House, it said that two things that she tries to avoid uh, dealing with, she tries to avoid dealing with anything relating to women. And I'm like, well, wouldn't that be easy for her to do? But this, but that's fine. I don't care. But the second thing, and here, this is a kicker. They said she don't want nothing to do with anything regarding race. She tries to avoid race at all costs. Well, huh? I wonder why she's avoiding anything to do with race, man, I, I just don't know. But the only race that it seems like Kamala has no problem talking about is Asian. Now I know the Democrat shield's going to show up. Well, she said about Jacksonville and she talked about Ron DeSantis with education. She did not want to do those sort of things according to the insider because she could be addressing a whole lot of things and she does not. Another thing, yes, they gave you Kamala Harris because they believe most black voters are that silly. I'm just being honest with you. They believe all you got to do is put a black person in your face, you're going to vote for them. But these particular women were saying, you know, what an intelligent black woman would say, all black person would say, just because a person has black skin doesn't mean they for black people. Or what I will say, uh, a black face representing white supremacy, because that's really what it is. Any politician, that comes to your face and you don't know them from the grassroots, 
you, they don't have any kind of policies out there for the community. I understand a politician has to do for everybody in their particular district or vice president, president for everybody. I get that you can do for everybody. I have no issue with that, but don't do for everybody except black people. You do it for people who aren't even citizens of this country and you're leaving black people out. That's the issue and problem as black people. We don't, we are not evil. We are not ugly. We don't, we understand that people have issues and problems. We don't even care if you do things for people overseas, just make sure we taken care of first and we good with all that. We, we, we don't have to take an issue with that, but this particular, you know, uh, party has shown that they don't care about us like that. They're not going to do for us like that. And then of course we have the remedial Elmer's glue sniffers that's going to say, well, what about the Republicans? And like I always tell the mods, if somebody come in here, say anything about a Republican block them, because when our votes start going 80 to 90% Republican, you better believe I'm going to be on them because I'm going to say, you know what? Hey, Republicans, what are you doing for black folk? Because we gave you 90% of the vote. The moment y'all start doing that, you better believe I'm going to be on them too. But that's not the case right now until we are voting majority Democrat. Democrat is the, is the party of the black race in America, black America. Let's call it what it is. You will, as I said before, you will stop talking to a family member if they don't vote the Democrat party. Even if a person say they're going to sit it out, not even vote Republican, they're going to sit it out. You are going to argue with them. If you say you're going to vote independent, you're going to vote third party, you vote whatever you want to vote and voting is, 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 is your, is your right. They will stop talking to you because you didn't vote Democrat. That's, that's how weird it is for black folks with this emotionalism tied to this Democrat party. And as you heard with this woman said, she said that it's like, a, a relationship, but I tell people it's an abusive relationship. Okay. She put it nice about basically asking for a gift and you're not getting it. No, we are in an abusive relationship. We ask for things that we need. And then when we come back and say, Hey, well, you do it for everybody else. What about the, the, uh, me, you gaslight, you talk down on you. Oh, oh, well, if you don't like what I doing for you, then shoot. What about that other guy over there? I guarantee he won't do nothing better for you. It's complete abuse. And black folks, unfortunately are gluttons for abuse. I've definitely seen that even globally, you're gluttons for abuse. You go to other countries and have people treat you bad. It's like, why do you not think much of yourself and say, you're going to respect me. You're going to respect my community. You're going to do something for me. I'm not going to waste my gas and my time to go voting for you. If you're not doing nothing for me. No, no, it, it, you have to do something for me. Like our, our great sister, Janet Jackson. What have you done for me lately? And you haven't done nothing for me lately. Don't worry about it. You can have benign neglect all you want. That's fine. I'm just going to benign neglect you when it's time to vote. That's all. Well, however you treat me, I'm gonna treat you. And trust me, that kind of way of thinking is great because if somebody treats you good, then you treat them even better. If somebody treats you bad, then you treat them just as the same. When it comes to, to, to voting and just treating people, these people don't respect nothing but an eye for an eye and a two for a tooth. It's the only thing they respect. You can't be nice. You can't be a uh, uh, merciful with people like that. 
that's how we're going to get somewhere as a community or not get anywhere. But let's continue. Discuss how are we getting these higher mortgage rates? We're all going to watch the debate together. What are you looking for? When Trump is hammering you, don't try to play it cool because you're not cool. Like you want to see him more aggressive tomorrow. You have to be. He, it's a debate. But Joe Biden, look into the camera and say, your families are dying. Teachers, you are dying. All of that is fear politics. Don't try to make me fearful in order to vote for you. It is very sad that these are the two men that we have to choose from. Glad the sister brought that up. The fear politics, because this is what they have been doing to black people for a long time is trying to scare you to vote for them. Listen, you should be happy to vote for someone. You shouldn't be doing it under duress. So what the Democrats do, if they can't really, you know, finesse you into voting, then the next step is to make you do it under duress. Ooh, that guy's going to get you. Ooh, they're going to put you back in slavery. You remember when Trump uh, got elected and around that time, the first time they were saying, that, oh, we're going to go back to Jim Crow. Oh, black people going to be put like in slavery. All these things will happen to black people. And then what happened during the time of Trump? No different than happened during the time of Obama, Bush, Reagan, you know, daddy Bush, you lived your life every day. You, you, you trying to pay your bills, feed your family. And that's it. Just that simple. At least with Trump, we didn't have to worry about mass incarceration happening. I give him that. Hell, he did sign the first step act where he got some brothers and sisters out of jail. I do know he did that. So, Hey, I'm cool on that. He didn't go start no new wars and sending innocent troops to, 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 to fight wars for corporations. He didn't do that, but look at this guy, Biden. He's about to almost try to put this country into world war freaking three. And then the military right now, I don't know if you know this, they are in a recruiting crisis. And I will tell you this young people who could be listening. If they ever get started with a world war, they are going to do the draft. And I promise you all those senators and House of Representatives, Democrat and Republican, both of them, they will gladly do the draft and Biden will gladly sign the draft and y'all will be drafted into the military. Why do you think that they got rid? They want to get rid of that requirement where only men could be drafted into the military. Oh, see now it's equal. Now men and women can be drafted into the military. And they're going to draft all you young folks into the military to fight their wars. They had nothing to do with you. You understand? Then you going to want to take things serious. Oh man, look at what's happening in X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Instead of listening to a brother like myself, cause I'll tell you this much. I don't want my kids fighting no wars that has nothing to do with freedom of black people. Just that simple. No. See, of course, I stay on top of things. I watch things ahead of time. And like I, I told all my kids, you got to have your passport. If everything, it was something was to get bad, then you have the opportunity to go to other places that we have made relationships at. You understand? Because I, I'm sorry, black folks have fought enough. We fought in every war, every conflict, and we still being called anti-black slurs. We're still not being respected. We were never paid reparations. We never got our land back, but native Americans and everybody else getting land, getting constant reparations and all kinds of other things that's happening to all these other groups of people, people who aren't even citizens of this country getting billions and billions of dollars that's supposed to belong to the American 
taxpayer, right? They don't, we don't get it at all. You got people coming over here from, from Latin America, uh, to, to all our various cities. And then I seen a video today of one of them in brand new Jordans. They just came over here and got a brand new pair of J's. Not to say I like Jordans like that. I don't care about Jordan, but how you come over here from freaking Guatemala and you got a brand new pair of J's, bro. You, you all, you all dripped out now out here. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody paying for it. Well, where, where, where the J money coming from? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying so. I'm sorry. No, my, my people don't need to be given their life like that for what? Now, if a person choose to do it because they say, Hey, I want to get the, the benefits, that's their choice. But I'm talking about like drafting black people. You know what I'm saying? Dra- like all them so-called people screaming, they Patriots go draft them. My people are be- being treated bad out here. But what I'm saying is, the fear mongering because that's coming. And you know, the, of course the shield's going to fear among you. Cause now they, they trying so hard with the Trump thing. Oh my God. If Trump don't get convicted and he gets reelected. Oh my God. The country's going to go to hell. Oh, black people. You're going to suffer if he gets in office. Well, y'all trying everything y'all can to stop him from getting into office. I mean, surely y'all, y'all trying. So, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with any of that. It's going to be quite interesting. Just as much as I was, you know, in front of my TV, um, when January the 6th happened, I was like, wow, look at them people. Look at the, the carnage they're causing, right? It'd be the same thing. They talking about filming, um, the, the trial with Trump in, in Georgia, right? I'll be ma- paying attention to that and seeing what go on with that situation. All this is going to fundamentally change a whole lot of things that happens in this country, but don't let them people fear monger you. Cause that's, that's, that's the next step. If they can't finesse you. They're going to fear monger you. Of course, black voters matter going to be out there trying to finesse you in the voting, telling you, you got a voice. What kind of voice you got when you got a Jacoby, uh, 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 a Pittman, what kind of voice is that? It's going to sell you out the when, when, when it's time to get tough. Remember that that's part of your Democrat party mantra right there. They act like they're against the Republicans. They're not against the Republicans. They're not. Where, where, where Jacoby been at Pittman about screaming and railing against what the Sanders have been doing in Florida about the education of black people. Ain't heard that woman at all. Cause she could have told him something right then and there. Y'all saw that. She didn't say a freaking word. So all these black politicians are not going to say nothing to Republicans unless the Democrats say, okay, you can go out there and say something about Republicans, but you got to say it like this. You understand? You can care less about black people. These black politicians. That's why I'm so against them just as a collective. Now I'm not saying that you got, you don't have some that's good and do the right thing, but they're, they're far and few in between. And maybe they're on the local level that's doing this, but the majority of them giving lip service. Oh, well, Corey Bush said this. Corey Bush gives lip service. Until I see Corey Bush actually put in some real work out here. And I'm not saying she's a bad woman, but until I see her put in some real work out here, and not be a career Democrat, then I can have a different conversation about that. I don't even respect a lot of black politicians for a lot of ways because they don't even want to talk to black media. And I'm not talking about boule media either. Who's going to give them a pass and who goes to the luncheons with them. I'm talking about some black media that's going to, of course, let them speak. But at the same time, at the same time, Holy foot to the fire. Say, Hey, why aren't you doing something for black people? See, you can hold your foot to the fire with a person in have a congressional district and a majority of the district is black people. Oh, you can ride down on them all day long. Why? Because they supposed to be doing for their people and they don't. 
They're just holding the seat. What's the point of holding the seat if you're not going to do for the people? So we have seen the Biden Harris administration. Has our lives gotten better as black people? No. What has happened to black people? It has gotten progressively worse. Unemployment for black people claims as high as it's ever been. It was since the Biden Harris administration has been in office. Now they're trying to trying to float in all of a sudden, Oh, the, the, the virus numbers are going back up. So what it also just, I'm glad in Texas, we don't have to worry about the lockdowns. That's the only thing I'm going to say. We just had a law passed so they couldn't do that here. So that's good. Y'all can do that wherever else y'all want to do that at. Right. Like I said, I was wearing the, I was wearing they, they, uh, face covering and still end up getting the, the virus. If you want to hear what I went through with the virus, then you can go to AfricanDiasporaNews.org. Um, sign up there, you know, choose a uh, membership and go down and you can watch my whole video on my whole experience with the virus. It wasn't nice. Not, not at all. But with this, you know, voting is going to come up. I will say this, pay attention to everything. Don't commit your vote to nobody. If a person doesn't offer anti-black hate crime bill reparations or anything that's going to help the black community, then hold your vote. Don't give it to nobody. Don't vote under duress. Don't vote under pressure. Do, do you know that when you make people make decisions under duress and pressure, and a lot of times in the courts of law, they will not even accept that because they know it was done under duress. Like, like I said, like a confession. If they knew the police were beating you and doing everything to make you confess and, they, and it is exposed, that's what happened. Then they say, we can't accept that because it was done under duress. So why should you vote for somebody under duress? Oh, I'm scared. Oh, I'm scared. Like, and stop being so doggone scary. That's another thing, black folk. You're so doggone scary. Anytime them folks tell you to be afraid, you're afraid, but you're not afraid with other black people. But you're afraid then. Stop being so uh, uh, scary. You're talking about you believe in the Bible and believe in God and all that. Didn't the, the, the Lord teach to be courageous? Didn't the Lord say to, to, to have him uh, within you and have this courage to stand against evil and, 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 and take on the world? Why are you so much a coward? Do you know cowardice is evil? Do you know that? You sit up there looking at the reason why you don't get nothing as black people is because you look at uh, uh, the folks to take care of you instead of looking at almighty God to take care of you. That's why we in the position that we in instead of look, you're looking at the folks instead of looking at the Lord. The Lord don't want you to support evil. So why are you supporting evil a lot of times? You know, the things some of these people are doing are, are not right. And we don't even agree with socially as a community with the Democrats promote, but yeah, that's what we're going to go lay up and vote for. No, we would, if, if y'all would commit to saying we're going to take about three to four election cycles. And until we get what we want, we were going to sit it out. I'm telling you, we would get everything we want as a community, but, but some of y'all are so just lost. It's like, that's why sometimes I even like, I, I'm like, I, I said before, I don't, I don't fit in with the majority of you for one and two, hell y'all maybe want to throw my hands up. Cause it's like it's a lot of y'all are a lost cause. I say it a lot of you are, but a lot of you're not. And that, and that's the people that why I continue doing what I do. Cause there's a lot of people who are on a lost cause. There's a lot of people who are very smart. A lot of people that get it, that sometimes felt they were by themselves thinking that way. And that when they hear a person like myself say it, and many of you are agreeing to it and say, you say the same thing, they start to see, or, or at least as a community of people somewhere that agree 
and, and understand that I'm not going crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, I do it. Or for, for those of you I meet in the, the, the airports or maybe some of you I meet um, in different places here in, in the Houston area, um, that they get it, right? That's that's what that helps, you know, encourages me to keep going because there's so many of you who do get it than those of you who don't. It's just, under, unfortunately, it's always going to be the majority in a lot of instances that's going to be more lost than those who get it. But it doesn't take the majority to save anything, right? If you come together in unity, even with a small group of people, you could change the world. One person could change the world. That's been proven time and time again, right? So y'all let me know what y'all think about, you know, what these sisters are saying and, and what they're saying back then to today. Nothing has changed for black people. Things have gotten worse, but let's see what, what the move going to be in 2024. We're going to already see black voters matter uh, going out there. Now we see the NAACP and all them talking. We see in, in Cobra and NARC and all them trying to tell Biden about a executive action for uh, reparations. Biden cannot do no executive order for reparations. Only thing he can do is a commission. He cannot order that kind of money that that's due to us. So if you fall for that finesse, remember in Cobra, NARC and all them other so-called reparations groups had nothing going on until the grassroots got it going. Remember that. So the grassroots should be the place where that leadership come from. Not a bunch of a boule bootlicks, uh, a big, uh, Biden for executive order. It's not going to do nothing for reparations.